the coffee coming Pikachu, where are you? You spit fireballs, I think. A poem by Brewski. Scotty moves about on the upper level while the Aflac duck has a broken leg. The blue chair was dismissed. The headphones were amiss. And the fireplace has burnt out. Thank you. If you like any of your sounds to sound like this voice right now, <laughs> jump on. <laughs> Five dollars for me to sound like an Australian receiving a blumpkin. <laughs> yeah, that's the digging. <laughs> Fiverr.com. <laughs> this accent doesn't know where to go after that <laughs> description of it. What is going on here? Oh, you have a small fissure. We have a crack. Might have to abort this cup. Why is that doing that? 
Make it all solidify. Yeah, get it past that level. Slam it. Man's gonna kill me. Let's see. Slowest trickle of coffee through that thing. <clears throat> Talk like you're gonna you're getting excited about something. Stanley. I am so jacked up about this motherfucking shit. Motherfucker! Fly rods fling flies so the water can ripple. The salmon hit the fly and the fisherman gets a Taunt nipple. Jesus. Having problems shitting? Fiverr.com! Leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. I don't ever do that. No? You're much better at that than I am. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have that. I can't do the seashell one. Sally sold seashells by the seashore? Sally sold seashells by the seashore. Or is it Sally sells seashells by the seashore? Either way, Sally sells seashores by the sea. Shell. Did you say sea shores? I think I said shores. <laughs> Hold it, wait for it. Let this one break in. I need this one to break in. I'm gonna bring it up a notch, actually. <laughs> no? I think we need to hit SoundCloud with a sound. Maybe we should do it from your phone. Do what? Let SoundCloud know we're in the studio. Well, yeah, let's see, let's see how this works. I've never done it through my phone. It'll be fun. Okay. Um, so, pushing record.
Coming to you live from the Radio Clam Shanty. Sitting here in the studio, uh, this is Scotty Too Hotty. And this is Brewski. And that's that's the kind of shit we got going on right now. We thought we'd hit SoundCloud, let everyone know we're in here. If uh, anyone has a listen, has something they want to throw in, go ahead and throw a comment on here. And uh, we'll get rapping about it. Yeah, mic check, mic check. <laughs> that's what we're doing here. Yeah, with the white minks and the gator sleeves. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, fantastic. Bye. <laughs> oh man, that was so. Oh, I forgot we got double mic going, double micing it up. All right. Do you want to snip any of that or go straight to it? I mean, I think it just goes on. Yeah. Uh, save. Okay. Let's see, uh... There it goes. And zippity-doo-dah. Live, huh? Well, no, I don't know. Man, this frozen yogurt place has fucking emailed me four times today. But I don't want to get off the list. Is it good yogurt? Which place is it? Uh, it's in that place that always fucking closes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking? Yeah. Yeah. Got like Uber Doo yogurt or something like that. Like, Yopa. 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 Greetings from Yopa. Let's see what they're <clears throat> saying here. Um, I got a little opener question here. You're already opening on me. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of presents involved. All right. <laughs> you don't want to open yet. What are we opening? We're just doing an opening question. Oh, an opening question? Yeah. Yeah. Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is the number that you would put at? How high of a range would you put at <clears throat> if the scale was not angry at the bottom and angry at the top? Okay. Going from 1 to 10. 10 being the most angry. The most angry. Okay. That you get in a state of road rage. Fourteen. Oh, good. Fourteen. Past the scale max. You know, I, I actually, it's really funny you brought this up because uh, I, when I drove up here a couple weeks ago when we had met a few weeks ago, uh, I was behind a guy who was going like 72 in the fast lane. And I was waiting for him to get over, waiting for him to get over. And my mom was in the car with me. Oh, boy. And so he's not going to get over. So I'm like, well, I'm going to pass him on the inside. And I really, I don't like doing that shit. So I was waiting and waiting. I even ended up flashing my lights like, come on, guy, get over. And I go to pass, and he just starts taking off while I'm on the inside. Uh-huh. And he runs me right up into another truck, like, without letting me get over or yeah, pass him. you in. And he started laughing and flipped me off. And I was, like, beside myself, like, driving up on the shoulder and, like, driving at his car. And, he, you know, he's, like, looking out his window, like, oh, my God. And my mom is screaming. Yeah. And then I just got off at the next exit because I was all pissed off. You got off? Yeah, I did. I got off. No, I didn't even pull over. I just said to my mom that we were going to start going that way. Yeah. We just, we just started heading west off that exit. Yeah, that's a good idea to pull over. I, I had an incident this past summer. Where, uh, I don't even know if I told you this story yet, 
but I was at the an intersection that was near a railroad track. Oh. And uh, I come up to the stop sign. It's a four-way stop, no light. And um, <clears throat> I we kind of come at the same time, and I start going because I was on the right, and I was pretty much there before him. And uh, all of a sudden, the dude just, like, fucking squeals up and starts going ahead of me. And uh, he was in this big yellow Jeep with with big tires on it. And he he speds up in front of me, and then... Uh, Hold we, it. Speds up. Did I say speds up? You did. Okay, sped go up. ahead. Sped up in front of me. And uh, we get to the point where the railroad track is. <coughs> and he kind of goes one way. And I was just hitting the railroad track in a way that it wouldn't bounce the car. Because I've been over this track many times. Yeah. And he thought I was like trying to go <coughs> to go around him. Excuse me. Uh, so he's, I'm listening. Yeah, I thought I was going to try to go around him. So... All of a sudden, he fucking slams on his brakes, and I come almost to a screeching stop in the back of his vehicle. And I'm like, I'm fucking irate at this point, because he tries to pull over, pull this maneuver, and all of a sudden, you know, we kind of screech off to the side. So I put mine in park. Um, well, actually, no, I, I kind of went by him, and there's another car coming, so we kind of crossed paths. Uh, so I went in front of him, passed him, and went to the right, and I put on, put my car in park. And got out and <laughs> threw my arms in the air like you would see in like a New York movie or something. <laughs> and like I, I don't like how a track history doing this shit. And I, I threw my door open and got out. And he, he threw his Jeep into reverse and went into like reverse about 20, 20 feet or so. And then like I was just standing there with my arms open. And all of a sudden I thought he was just going to gun it and like start Crash like, coming you? into me or something. But he just kind of went around me. And then all, I, I got back in my van and I tailed him. I tailed him for a minute. <laughs> Creeper. Yeah, it was fucked up. But I tailed him for a minute, and, and like, I, I was so upset because he, what he, what he had caused at the railroad track almost killed me, because that other oncoming car was coming, and the other car like got off yeah, the side, I, and I, another, I, I, another yeah, car stopped. So, that rage fueled me to follow this guy for a minute, and all of a sudden he gets to this uh, stops, this kind of a stop sign that was down uh, off into the country a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, man, I'm just trying to go home. And I was like, man, you almost, like, you killed me back there, man. What were you thinking? He's just like, I don't know, I don't know. And all of a sudden, I just grabbed my coffee, and he was in an open Jeep, and I threw the coffee <laughs> into his Jeep <laughs> and sped off. Oh. Yeah, that that's uh, that was my level of road rage oh, that wow. day. And I, I mean, I don't, I've told very few amount of people about this story. And now you're telling the whole world. Yeah. Yeah, I needed to get it off my chest. I, I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm very proud of you, actually. I'm proud. Yeah, proud American. <laughs> my favorite no. kind of American is a proud American. Yeah, that's my level of road rage. Do How? Get... Uh, what do you got going on there? I was going to make sure that that post got lifted up. Got posted. SoundCloud. How was your holiday? Good. Exciting. Family induced. <laughs> Family induced excitement. And turkey induced and ham induced. Too much food. Yeah. Took I it to the max. I felt like garbage. Why, why does that happen? I don't know. It's just that turkey day spirit. It certainly is. I, uh, I also got with the family, but, uh, 
We did. I've, I've been on the road a lot lately. I, I've been yeah. from Cleveland to Cincy, back to Cleveland to uh, Detroit, to <clears throat> Kalamazoo, out to the lake shore. I was in the air. <clears throat> you were airborne and out. <laughs> yep. Lots oh. of airborneness. Big ups to the Wright brothers. You were definitely kicking it up to the Wright brothers. Much appreciated. I like how you travel in the Great Lakes area, though. I'm just keeping it Midwest. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I, it's, this is like one of the best places in the world, so. I it's crazy so. to be able to say that, considering I haven't been to a ton of places, but uh, I don't need to. Yeah. Yeah, and it has all the seasons. It's one of the greatest parts about absolutely the Midwest and the, the Michigan Mitten. You get all four so four of those exciting seasons. And I think I'm just really into wetlands. I think I just like those shifty no man's lands. <laughs> marshy? My, I'm, I'm very marshy. <laughs> you look a little marshy. <laughs> that might be my alternate American Gladiator name. Yeah. I was Wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow is my number one pick. And Marsh is my number two pick. <laughs> I like Marsh. I vote for Marsh. Sometimes referred to as Bog. It's, it seems like someone could get lost in you. Like you're just going to overtake them. <laughs> like the blob? The Marsh. Don't <laughs> fall into the Marsh. Marsh. <laughs> It'll engulf you. Swallowed up by the marsh. <laughs> uh, so, the night before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, was the first night of Hanukkah this year. Uh-huh. And uh, I thought, in your honor, I don't think you've ever celebrated Hanukkah before. No. Um, I don't I, really... I've, I, I've kind of been around you and uh, your family while you've had the festivities going on well, here and there. Well, it's, it's a festival of lights. And uh, I don't have a menorah here at the clam shanty, but I do have a candle that we're going to light. I'm not going to pray or anything. <laughs> and I got you a gift. Yeah? Yeah. Are, are you ready? Yes, I am. Are you, are you ready to celebrate the festival? Can we turn off all the other lights when we turn the candle on? <laughs> no, I don't normally do that. Okay. Do I have to? You don't have to. Man, darting around this whole setup here at the clam shanty... Is a bit dangerous. Here, why don't you go ahead and light that? Okay. So this is a blue candle that kind of looks like a shot glass. And the wick is down in it. That type of style. There is nothing... Okay, we're lit. There's nothing Hanukkah about that candle at all. <laughs> I just want to set the scene. Okay. Alright. The blue... The flickering of the blue candle... I want you to know that it took me a while to uh, find this for you. Christ. <laughs> Take a look. Whoa! <laughs> so, alright, we have two ducks. Yeah, white ducks. They're white ducks? Uh, in a very sexual position. It kind of looks like if you painted the lower duck, maybe like a... A flesh tone, it would look like a duck's 14-inch cock. Bent over, yeah. <laughs> it also looks just like 
a mutated duck that has two heads. It could be. I mean, a, that's kind of what it looks like. A two-headed dragon Did duck. You see when I pull it out of the bag and held the. It's very phallic. Very phallic looking from the back. <laughs> what is this? A book? The end of where's the other end of the book? I think it's a doorstopper. Oh, okay. I thought it was a book stand. I mean, it could be, but I I had to get it at a very special location, so uh, you know they only <clears throat> carry so much of an item. Yeah, <laughs> it's a place called Goodwill. I mean, to kind of set kind of what it looks like up a little bit more, it's got it has a green bottom, and there's two white ducks, kind of really dirty looking at this point. <laughs> Maybe at one point in their life they're white, <laughs> but this thing's been through a minute. It's been on the floor. You know what? We should. Uh... Let's get a photo of you with those. Okay. Go ahead and throw that on the Facebook page while we're sitting here. Um, I don't know what you got going on there. Brewski's got his phone locked up like fucking Fort Knox over here. <laughs> Let's see. He was just traveling, though. He was in the air. Um. Okay, here we go. And smile. And ah. Hanukkah duck. Uh, did you get it? Oh, I don't know what I did. <laughs> well, thank you. Happy Hanukkah. Man, that's so nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a year ago, man. Wow. That what? Yeah. Oh, not quite. Nearly. You know, Radio's been around for a year. Yeah, you're right. Radio has been around. Just celebrated for a year. our tenth episode with Justin. We did. And John? Yes, and John. Let's see here. <clears throat> I don't think you'd be able to go straight from, I'm not linked up to any. Oh, mm. you're doing a little emailing? I was going to email. Alright. It's going to email it to me. Okay. And I'll get it up there. Alright. Oh, what? Wow, what a picture. <laughs> Stunning photo. Wow. Well, you want to set the scene where we're... I keep saying, let's set the scene. Well, I guess we do need to set the scene, though. We need to let our listeners know what it looks like around here. Oh. Situation. Our situation? Yeah. Well, we're at the Radio Clam Shanty. Yeah. Located in uh, in a no-man's... In a neither world. In a no-man's land. Between Allegan and Hopkins, Michigan. So what is the kind of the Hanukkah setup now? How many days are we into it? Or is it over now? Where are we we at with that? Hanukkah is in the seventh day. Tomorrow will be the the final evening. Okay. Eighth night. Is that the magical night? (laughs) You know, every night's magical for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know. Yeah. Take a look here. Oh, what do you got there? It's a little holy. That's kind of warm. It's kind of warm, huh? Kind of warmy. Or is it? Or is it wormy? No, I don't. I don't want. Is it like a Lukey? No, I don't want Luke Weiser. Luke warm. Oh, Luke Weiser. Let's take a gander out in here. I'm frying lotus. I'm making a mess. 
with some Jewish girls, pinching tuckets. Time to dust off my dreidel, make some guilt. I ate mom's brisket, need to loosen my belt. Masa ball soup with plenty of chicken. All this smokes makes my blood thicken. I got eight gifts coming, one for each night. It's my favorite holiday. You better treat a player right. This ain't Rosh Hashanah, this ain't Passover. It's Hanukkah, baby. Now move that ass over. It's even better than Yom Kippur. I got seven gifts, and I want one more. You love Christmas, but it's only one night. Some people say it's 12, but it's only one night. You need to like that manure. We do it like this. Me, KB, Harvey, and Judah McAfee's. Well, Scott, you had a fun little visit today. Yeah, I did. I did. I went out and I uh, met with, uh, on SoundCloud, everyone knows them as Rev Smiles. Um, and uh, part of the One Million Stories that we talked about with Justin Finkelstein last week. Um, his name's Rob Brink. And uh, we had some coffee and we sat in his office for a couple hours and just got weird for a little while. It was a good time. Sweet. Not, we didn't get, get weird in a, you know, like a creepy weird way. Kind of gave me that ass- glance. I didn't, no, I didn't assume that. <laughs> it's like a glance. Come on, I was just getting into a question. <laughs> what kind of questions did you two get into? <clears throat> I think we just, we just chatted about life and one million stories and and just about uh just about the good things out there you know i yeah. i talked to him a lot about what you know why did he become a a pastor or minister or, uh, i'm not really sure which title he goes by but um the rev the rev we'll just call him the rev he is the rev so yeah we talked about some of those things and and really his his story is is you know, is good. He he had some good youth pastors in his life when he was a kid, and at one point he realized they were just regular people. And uh, <clears throat> from that point, he really started to figure things out. That you know, he he realized he could do something good like that, and uh-huh. and he had a good relationship with his youth pastors, so he wanted to be able to provide that. So that was his stepping stone to it, and. You know, it's it's incredible. I I couldn't think of. Uh, I didn't grow up religious or anything. So being you know, I being able to do as we just celebrated Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we just we like to have fun in my family, and not that not that you know he doesn't like to have fun, but you know he he. But his approach is is pretty brilliant. He really he, he tries to associate uh, how things are today with you know what comes from from the book he preaches from and. He's, you know, he's got to write it every week. He's got to present it every week. Mm-hmm. A new one each week. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's, and like he said to me, he goes, these people are here 
and they're showing up, you yeah. know, and they're, they're always coming. He goes, they could be anywhere else, but they're coming here and, and they're here to listen to a sermon, you know, yeah. or, or, or preaching or, or whatever it is. And, and I'm sure those actually really all have different definitions. Um, but his, his presentation, whatever he calls it, you know, they're, they're there to really hear it and benefit from it. And his angle, I, you know, I really learned a lot about what he thought was important. His angle on, on being this person is, is being a part of a church that really wants to take care of itself as a church. Uh huh. So, you know, at, at any given point when, when things happen there that the church is working together, comes together and, and really is, you know, this, yeah. this great family and network of people that, you know, are, it, it's not just about the religion. It's about, it's about the whole group. They can, they yeah. can work together. So how did you meet up with him in the first place? He, um, I got linked with him through Justin. Yeah. And I just happened to notice when I was on his page one day, well, you know what he did uh, when I did the Bud Magni. Oh yeah, the... uh, one million stories. My first one million stories. Rev Smiles followed up with his Bud Magni version. Oh okay. Um, and and I think that was because he had listened to him. You know, after we had, or after I, you know, I he, did that one. And he just did that today too when I posted the yeah the big ups to the Wright brothers. And yeah, he, came he actually back with another another perspective on the Wright brothers and how much they they persevere. Yeah, he uh, he got down. He yeah, was ready for it. That's great. And I'll tell you what, sitting there hanging out with him, you know, he he's he was he was a regular guy, and he just he was a good time to hang out with. He was eating brownies and yeah, and you know, we we're just just chilling, having a good talk. Absolutely. He even showed me a, a Louis C.K. Well, how skit. did you realize that he lived so close in proximity to where where you were today? Oh, well, when I was on his page a while back, I noticed he lived in Saugatuck, Michigan. Uh-huh. And then um, when we were both in the One Million Stories Facebook group, I left him a comment saying, uh, you know, high five to the mitten. Uh-huh. And uh, he said Caught something about uh, one love for the lakes, I think was his response. He came back with another high five. He connected with an internet high five <clears throat> of Michigan. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> So he's he's been in Sagatuck the last few years and yeah he I mean I like that town it's a good town and I th- I think it's that's great that he's there yeah it's a fun little quaint town I told him I'd drop back in on him sometime if he didn't mind he said it was it was good to go there I told go. him he wanted to be there that's great my name is Rob Brink and this is how I got my start as a pastor Robert and Penny Blanchard were my youth ministers. They were a husband and wife tag team, and they were on my paper route. So every day I would ride through the neighborhood on my bike or on my rollerblades and drop off papers all over the place. And when I was done, there was a standing invite. Robert and Penny said, anytime you want to stop by, anytime at all, and just come over and we'll, you know, ring the buzzer. If we're home, we'll buzz you in. You can come on up. So every time I had a chance, I'd ring the bell to come on up. They'd sit me down at the table. They'd give me a Mountain Dew, and they'd sit and talk with me. And I just loved it. Then one day, something really unusual happened. I rang the bell. They buzzed me up. 
only this time they didn't have time to sit and engage with me. Robert had taxes spread out all over the table and notes where he was trying to copy things over in a calculator and you could see that he was very intense trying to get this work done and frustrated that he couldn't figure it out. And Penny was going through pretty severe caffeine withdrawal. She was a, a Mountain Dew addict for a while and had given it up cold turkey. Uh, her hair was a mess and she was she had a splitting headache and she just did not have time to deal with this teenager in her house unasked who just shows up all the time. So they sat me at the table and they went on about their life. And then I realized for the first time in my life, I realized that these people weren't just pastors, they were people. They were regular human beings with their own lives and their own jobs and their own problems. And it was the first glimpse I had of the idea that you could be in ministry and still be human. You could still be a normal person with a life and problems that what made ministry real was not your perfection, it was your vulnerability. It was your transparency. And so they gave me hope that maybe I could do that too. Maybe I could be that for somebody else someday. So here I am, pastor of a small church in Saugatuck, Michigan. And I am not perfect. <laughs> oh, not even close. But I try and be as authentic as they were to talk about real faith in real life, dealing with real problems. Anything less is not even worth imagining. Dude, one of the cool things that Rev Smiles did say to me was... Uh... When he started to interview for the job at the church he's at now... One of the things he asked him was, uh, you know, is there a, some sort of a dress code that you guys follow? And <clears throat> what did they say? They were like, well, what kind of dress code would you want? And he goes, well, if it was up to me, I'd want blue jeans and ironic t-shirts. I think he called it, I think he said ironic, or t-shirts with ironic sayings. His office was like being in an old study. Lots of books. Books and couches, or a couch and a couple chairs. But real casual, not, you know, not I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack with all this coffee we've been chugging. Yeah? you know that we had a little uh, listener feedback we did yeah we did i'm gonna 
I'm going to take it over to... Uh, it didn't come through on our audio page. It came to my personal page, but I'll take it. And I kind of really... I'm pretty excited about it because I think we need to maybe see if we can get some sort of listener contest going for a prize that will ship. Okay. But we got to find a good prize. No prize in mind yet. Not yeah, don't know yet. But anyway, we got a we got a comment from a listener in Arizona named Jay. Okay. And uh, this is what he had to say. I like to get drunk and listen to radio. Keep up the good work, sir. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? And then uh, let's see here. Is this someone we've known in the past, or that's just a passerby? We or do know a, him. A new family member. No, we do know him from the past. Oh, okay. But right. I mean, that's you know that was nice. I haven't yeah. heard from him in a while. Do you remember the time? This is a guy that Brewski and I were at the bar once. And I saw this guy out on the patio, and I grabbed the server, and we bought a tequila shot, and we told her to take it out to him and tell him that a big, burly man bought it for him and can't wait to see him when he comes inside. <laughs> and so we watched the server. She, she takes the shot outside, and all we can see is the server outside the window. Like, the edge of the window cut her off, you know, from where Jay was sitting. And so all of a sudden you saw... Like this little shot glass kind of peek around the corner of the window. And then you saw like Jay's eyeball peeking around the edge of the window, scanning the bar, trying to figure out what burly bearded men <laughs> sent him this shot of tequila. And then he, he finally realized it was us and came yeah. in. And he was about, it was like, he was moving to Arizona like within a year from then. And he's been out there yeah. ever since okay. with his family. All right. I do know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Well, great. Wonderful. That was. I hope I can do that to him again someday. But this time we'll actually have some weird, burly bearded man. <laughs> Hire some guy to stand there. Oh jeez. Uh, let's see. We had another one. Aaron from Lansing. This is what she had to say. I found myself listening to your radio post while making breakfast this morning. Pretty interesting stuff. Smiley face. <laughs> Smiley face. Is it a, was it the actual semicolon? It's the, the colon with the you know the It's the emoticon. That was the actual it was the emoticon, okay. I like to envision which one they use. <laughs> Whoever's writing You're them. very visual, aren't you? So uh, and she actually <coughs> excuse me, I had a conversation with her for a minute. She asked about how long we've been uh recording and and you know, all those things, so uh, I got her all caught up. She said she was going to start listening to the rest of the episodes. <laughs> got them on. Yeah. Maybe she'll share it with the world. But I feel like radio is like everyone's dirty little secret. <laughs> the people that are listening aren't talking to anyone else about it. Good. <laughs> just let Good. it resonate from the inside. <laughs> just kind of let it just rub around on people. <laughs> just kind of let it be like a... Like some sweat left on a public park bench. <laughs> or that little bit of sweat at the gym that no one wipes off. Just get, Yeah, exactly. Or like a butt hair in a toilet seat that you missed. Oh, man. Our SoundCloud, uh, because of One Million Stories, has also been getting pretty ridiculous. We just breached yeah. 100 there. And um, looking forward to connecting with more people on there. We breached 100? Is that what you're, are you really saying? Like we... an orca. <laughs> We breached into the cloud. 
We are at, uh, let's see here. Give me a moment. <clears throat> Give me a moment. 111. Oh, no, I was asking about how many posts we've... We're at 41 sounds. 41 oh. towards our... I mean, we got a goal here, man. We got to get to 10,000 stories. We have 41 sounds. Three people have listened to our going live. Question is as good as any. And nobody has made a question. <laughs> Nobody's questioning anything. Well, I don't even think I understood that was going on when I was recording that with you. <laughs> you wanted people to ask a question for us to say on the air? I just thought that maybe they could send a message asking a question. Yeah. Uh, what if you put in the description, edit it, and put in the description, questions Questions are now being requested. Let me see <laughs> what I can do here to do that. <clears throat> I've been jamming out to your uh, Chewy's birthday CD. Yeah? Yeah. I'm very ecstatic to hear that. I have been as well. Have you? Yeah, I have it on a playlist on my phone. It's a pretty it's a pretty wild mix, so yeah, it's good. <laughs> when it gets down to the end, it really kind of takes a lot of twists and turns. My mix, because I couldn't fit it on the whole CD, includes Muscle Cars by E-40. Oh, yes. Down in the bottom there. And, but that, that one's not on the CD that has been burned. <clears throat> yeah, let's see if that mix is kind of uh, run through that, that list there on that mix. It starts with some Alt-J, uh, and then it runs over into um, Group Love, and then it goes into This Disorder by The Futures, mm -hmm. Right Action by Franz Ferdinand, Purple, Yellow, Red, and Blue by Portugal the Man. I like that song. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited, but I was driving down the there. road today. With purple, Yellow, Red, and Blue? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, uh, I was really digging that song. Then it goes into Trying to Be Cool by Phoenix. Royal by Lord. There's a lot of really good uh, remixes of Trying to Be Cool on SoundCloud. Yeah, I've caught a, caught a couple of those. Uh, Dance by Jamiroquai. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a great Threw one. Threw in the Blurred Lines, then went to Beat It. Rude Boy by Rihanna. This is when it's getting into the dance. Kinda, that know. song's very sexual. Yeah. I feel grimy. I feel really sexual when I'm listening to, to that song. Yeah. R. Kelly. Step also. In the Name of Love remix. I feel like I should pee on Rihanna. Oh, come on now. At some point in my career. Take it easy over there, man. <laughs> cool the Jets. I've cool never peed on anyone. Jets. Cool the jet stream, the piss stream. <laughs> I am chingy. Everyone, <laughs> oh yeah, everyone in the club getting that tipsy. was a while. That was you really threw a wrench in the gears yeah. with that maneuver. And then this is where my muscle cars comes in by E40. Okay, Keek to sneak, and then roller skates by Steel Pulse, Electric Field by MGMT, War by Hypnotic Brass Ensemble, What They Do by The Roots, and then end it with some Alt J. Alt J. So, that mix has been. Uh, I wonder if Chewy's been playing his. Because I, I burned two of them, and I, that was, I gave him one for his birthday within the card that had the turd muff on the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> turd muff. <clears throat> so, so, your favorite track off of that playlist is the purple, yellow, red, and blue. At this point, uh, no, I mean, I just, I really, 
I hadn't really heard that song until I was listening to it on that CD. And I just like what they're talking about. Because I feel like I, I'm into all sorts of weird shit all the time. So yeah. I just kind of was, I was feeling it. I downloaded that entire album. It's pretty good. It's really good, actually. It's It's got a lot of noises and fun things going on. Ooh, I do. I like noises. <laughs> Speaking of noises, I believe earlier you had whipped out your cellular. Oh. And, uh... Okay. Really had a you had a wild scenario going on. <laughs> had a whipping good time. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, careful! Almost. Oh, we got a lit candle over here, Brucey. Oh, right. Jeez. Oh my gosh! <laughs> triple threat there. Oh, while you were on vacation last week, I uh, I wrote a blog. Yeah. About uh, Hurricane Eric. Oh, no. You know what I'm talking about? Not exactly. You remember remember Eric who I used to work with? Oh, yeah. Your yeah. Polish brethren? Yes. The Alliance. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Riding. Well, so it, the tale of Eric was about uh, his... his his need for motivation to to find himself writing about his current actions in life. <laughs> I'm really put on the spot with this music, Brewski. So either way, he's found himself in a sex dungeon with two women. And I'm trying to get him to share it with the world. This is an actual... S- oh, you're... This is a... <clears throat> Whoa! <laughs> yes, apparently it... Uh, it's a tale of dank beer, death metal, two women in a sex dungeon. Wow. So I wrote I wrote this blog that was specifically for him to get off his ass and do something, and he did get back to me. So, you know, I'm hoping that something comes comes to fruition soon. That's great. Because he is a one wild one wild animal. I'll have to send you a link to it. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. I'd like to see it. That's great. <laughs> that turned into a whipping good time. That was really whippadocious. Do you uh do you have a lighter? A lighter? It's over there. Let me grab it with my whip. Nice maneuver. Scary. Damn. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Uh, goodness gracious. Sound effects are my friend. They really are. Uh, I also talked to uh, John Skorsky. He gave oh, a yeah? call. Yeah, he was really interested. He was trying to figure out uh, what Justin Finkelstein was all about. And uh, really just was was happy to hear that, that things were moving up. That's great to hear. It's nice to always gain a little more... Please, please, hold your applause. Okay. It's always nice to uh, gain a few more in the family of support. That's what it's all about. It really is. One shall get on the other one's shoulder to make progress. (laughs) Yeah, is that an old Polish proverb? It is now. (laughs) It's timeless. 
It's timeless. Oh, <laughs> that was the wrong one. Yes. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> hey. <coughs> Enough of that. That got crazy. Uh, you just can't stop, can you? You're like, <laughs> I know, I don't even know. You're like D and Dennis. <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about. By the way, the birds met them. <coughs> met D and Mac. Yeah. Yeah. They were out at uh, some brewery in Oregon. Oh, that's pretty cool. Bobby Galegs. Uh, so we just had Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, I think I did hear that. They called. He had a nickname for Bird. Some sort of like lumberjack themed nickname. There, yeah, there was sexy lumberjack. Maybe I think that's what it was. Sexy lumberjack. Well, I've seen him. He's Deed really. It. He's not actually. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I. Uh, we just had Thanksgiving. And we were talking about all the things that we ate for the meal on the ride back home from my uncle's house. Uh-huh. And I think I only ate half of the things he made. I'm I am burned out on Thanksgiving food. Yeah. I really am. And I was thinking I feel like it's still lodged in my bowels here and there. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Uh trying to work it out with this coffee. Just keep drinking it. Okay. Um if you could change the food theme of Thanksgiving for one year for some fun new food theme, what would you do? Oh, I like how you worked that into a question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here I am. I'd go taco night. Oh, a fiesta. Oh, by the way, first night of Hanukkah, we ended up eating shrimp tacos right after we let the menorah. <laughs> Anyway, I like the idea of a Thanksgiving fiesta. I really like that idea. I was thinking about maybe a slider bar. Yeah. Yeah, that would be delicious. Different little sliders. Oh, like you make your own a DIY slider? D-Y-I-Y. D-I-Y. 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 I thought you had more. <laughs> I, well, actually, I do have another question, and I saw this just come up the other day. It came up at the dinner table. And, uh, do you call it stuffing or dressing? Stuffing. Yeah, I think that's what we all call it in the Midwest. I, we have a friend that calls it dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe theirs is a little more gravy-ish. I don't think so. Nah. I don't know. How was your stuffing this year? Was it moist? My grandma made it. <laughs> Damn it, Bruce. You could have said that, normal. <laughs> I couldn't after you said moist. That just got weird. Well, I enjoy a moist stuffing, man. I don't like my stuffing dried out. <laughs> uh, I didn't eat stuffing. Oh, you avoided it. I, did, I mean, I didn't try didn't to... Didn't have av- room for it. I didn't angrily avoid it or anything. No, I just... If there's other things... I had... My uncle makes really good greens. He uses like a ham hock and habanero pepper and mustard greens. and It's really it's really good. So I had some greens and then he made a homemade macaroni and cheese. And I do that and mashed potato and gravy. I don't even fuck with the sweet potatoes anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah, just doesn't do it for me. A little bit of turkey. You know, I didn't touch the sweet potatoes oh, this year. you know what I did have? When he had pulled, he did two two smaller turkeys, and uh, when he pulled them out of the pan, the livers were in the bottom of the pan. So I had some turkey liver. That was really good. Man. What is that texture like? It's like liver. It's re- it's. Is it kind of like a pat te- like a almost mushy? spreadable, almost spreadable. Okay. I don't get into that stuff too much. Oh, it's phenomenal. Oh, and I yeah, I was. Uh, I have had a chicken heart, a zitty bitty. Pretty good. Uh, it's kind of rubbery. Really. It had to, probably had to work hard during its lifetime. I ate at a restaurant called. Fahrenheit, I believe, in Cleveland. Uh-huh. And um, on their appetizer menu, we ordered, they had crispy chicken livers. And I can't remember what they were breaded in if it was, I mean, it was like ch- chunky crispy breading. So it was, it was like nice big pieces of breading. Uh-huh. And it was super crispy. And they did some sort of a creamy sauce that they were in. Holy shit. They were incredible. And it was like, you know, I was sitting there thinking about it, and they were like probably 10 or 11 bucks for the for the five chicken livers. And you can literally buy a tub of chicken livers at the store for like $1.50. Oh, I don't want anything to do with that. Why? I don't know, man. I'm making you liver. No, man. <laughs> nope. Why not? I guess I'll try it. I probably have tried it. Probably. But. Not recently. <laughs> Are you okay? You look like you're about to shit. I'm trying to triangulate. Just trying to get your your Thanksgiving out? No. <laughs> no. I have a question for you. This was just a weird quandary I was having in the middle of the night. Do you ever have really bizarre, complex arguments Inside your brain in the middle of the night? In the form of a dream? or I don't know if it's a dream or if I'm just uh, entranced in my bed. I'm not really sure what's going on. <laughs> Regardless, last night I was having the hardest time trying to figure out if engineering could be classified as art. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Know what I mean? Yeah. I suppose its ultimate purpose is to be functional. Functional, yeah. However, advanced engineering, the more we advance engineering-wise, the lazier we're getting. It's the Matrix, man. Uh, I'm freaking out. What are you talking about? All this good engineering that we have going. Yeah. Well, we keep saying it's good and modern and all this shit, but the world was spinning before we made all this shit. People were living. What do you, I mean, you're asking if it's art or not art, right? Correct. Because of because of the outcome of it. Are you saying the outcome is positive? Based on perspective, sure. Okay. Or did engineering start all the things that have spun out of control in the first place? And we just keep re-engineering to solve these problems. Well, when I think of art, I think of something, I guess, positive or creative, 
Um, but if you're saying it's spinning out of control, I guess I wouldn't want to think of it as art because that that would be bad art. Interesting. Sometimes I I think I like crazy art. Well, I'm not saying that crazy art is not. I guess I am saying crazy art is good art, but if it's, you know, having a a bad backlash on the uh, like the way things run, then maybe that's not so good. Right. Because those things, like civil engineering, is supposed to help make things run smoother and more f- fluent and more transitional. But if that's hindering that... I like these word choices you have just busted out this conversation. <laughs> I don't want to see that hindered. <laughs> Would you listen to the band hinder? Uh, probably not. <laughs> so, is engineering art? Back to the original question. Um, I think it is, yeah. Okay. Because more than none, it, it does turn out to be a positive outcome. Alright. I guess I like to associate art with positivity. That's I mean, I, I'm i down with that. I like that. I really do like that. That was just something. That was just a note I took earlier. That I wanted to share with you. So you had that conundrum racketing around in your brain all last night. Yeah, it's really weird, huh? What's your take on it? On if it's art or not art? Well, that's where the conundrum, that's that's the whole situation. I, I look at it and I say, okay, well, you know, engineering, it takes all this intelligence, ingenuity, and, and you know, this this ability to to think freely and try and build toward the free thought literally you know what i mean uh-huh. um but at the same time i think the outcome of engineering a lot of the time has changed the natural order of human life uh-huh. and that concerns me i mean we certainly probably wouldn't be podcasting no, but this is helping information spread further, if you want to call what we do information. <laughs> Get well informed with Radio Podcast. <clears throat> Sparked up some good thoughts there. I like to go deep sometimes. As do I, as do I. Interesting. Very interesting. I, uh. Oh, you got something? Oh, I was just gonna say um, we were talking about stratosphere earlier. Oh, stratosphere. Is that how you say it? I think it's stratosphere, but he. There's just, an emphasis on the O. He's, he's got There's a big like a O. Zero. Big strat O. Strat zero sphere. Maybe that's what it is. He's a strat zero? Let's see here. Oh, I think I put some in the likes. Yeah, this guy started following us on SoundCloud and said that we could use any of his music with his permission to play some uh, as part of the show. 
Yeah, he. I mean, he literally offered it up. I even when I wrote him back, I asked him if there was something he wanted to play in particular. And uh, you know, for for what we do here on radio, it is it is a wild ambient. You know, uh, it's 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 different than our regular vibe, but it's definitely something you and I get into when we're not on the mic. Oh, the type of the style of his music. Yeah, yeah, saying? absolutely. Oh, the good old turn off all lights. Spark, oh, that's what I was thinking. With spark the candle. candle you wanted to yeah, yeah. Uh, go into that mode, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Here, let's get <clears throat> go deep in his sound file and uh, see if we can pull up a little something. You want me to find something good, huh? Let's get stratosphered. You want me to find something that has kind of a longer duration? I killed my lamp. Let's go with the medium. (laughs) Those uh, (laughs) those bulbs over there. There's a switch over there. I'm going to go get it. Headphones. Oh, boy. No, I'm going to ditch them. This is getting crazy. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Okay. So the setting now has uh, gone down to all the lights off, and we're basking in the glow of our laptops and this solo Hanukkah candle, faux Hanukkah candle. It's real though. It's not. It's real candle, but it's not. It's not a Hanukkah candle. Well, yeah, it's not a menorah. (laughs) No, yeah, no, not at all. So here we are. We're going to. uh, we're going to experience the ecstasy of stratosphere. Oh, excuse me. Pull it together. Okay. Pull it. Are you gonna be okay? Should I turn a light on? All right. Now, are we sure that this is one that he has produced and put together? I I'm pretty sure that what I'm about to play here is stratospheres. Okay. This one is just a four minute ditty, and it's called. Eyes closed, river flows. Put me in the zero gravity. Let's see here. i 
lifted into the stratosphere. Careful, Brewski. <coughs> I don't know if you want to go or I just went. <coughs> no, I'm still here. of stratosphere I'm in for that we'll do a we'll do a vine by vine vine by vine to stratosphere yeah and how do we find us on vine uh, there's two ways you can either go to Brewski Amplifier which would be my account that's or... where you want to go yeah that's yeah. where you want to go our, our other account right now is a little offline It'll... oh that's right that's right yeah We'll get that spark back up soon. That's right. So yes, Spruce Amplifier on Vine. Put the space in there. I mean, I this is gonna be a wild video. Which direction do you see it going? I'd like to hope that there was maybe a ninja, some laser beams. breakfast scene. <laughs> I'm making uh, this all. <laughs> and I think possibly an old couple holding hands and kissing. I mean, we could put everything together other than the old person holding hands and kissing at this point. I know that's strange, but it's just how the river flows well, for me. What time does the sun come up around these parts? What do you think we are, Wyoming? Ask him what time does the sun come up? I don't know. Hang on. Oh. oh, excuse me, excuse me. What'd we flip into there? Uh, that just went into some J. Cole Nas remix. I got a little more stratosphere. You think we should? Oh, yeah, uh, let's stratus back up. We've lost our flight. We need to get back up there. We do, we do. That was that. I really enjoyed that one. That felt good. I enjoyed it. Okay, good. Alright, this one's called Living Differently, which I think really fits the style of my life currently. Okay. What we are trying in all these discussions and talks here <laughs> is to see if we cannot I may not have pre-listened to this one. <laughs> a transformation of the mind. Yes. Keep in mind, everyone, we're we're here by candlelight. Just just floating around in the stratosphere. <laughs> and for some of you avid listeners out there, I know that you are also in the stratosphere right now.
<laughs> Holy laser beam! That is a fantastic laser beam. Thanks. <coughs> I got it. Uh oh. oh shit. The air gets thin. <laughs> the air gets Ooh. thin up here in the stratosphere. Gosh, yeah. I feel like I'm higher than Denver. <laughs> that is up there. Got that at Walmart. I'm going to go ahead and post that photo on Facebook now that I've been trying to do for a while of you with your Hanukkah gift. Oh, yes, I appreciate that gift. It's beautiful. You'll be able to prop a door open with it. You know what I'm going to do with it? No, I don't. I'm going to zap it with my laser beam. Tiny laser beam you got there. Let me get out my bigger one. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Way up into the stratosphere. Excuse me. <laughs> Space. Stratosphere. Oh. Descend back to Earth. You ready? We need to start descending. We're gonna descend. Wow, that was. We almost got trapped. That was high up there. It's still holding on a little bit. incredible stratosphere thank you for the ride thank you stratosphere looking forward to uh really putting some of those tunes to good use great job <laughs> oh i'm really, i'm almost speechless right now i'm i'm still kind of hanging on to my my stratosphere <clears throat> yeah the stratosphere <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you know and I'll, a little sip off the cafe gong show see how salad that gift is 
Oh yeah, that's that's real. Was that ceramic? No clue. No, I think it's metal. Some kind of metal. You think so? Yeah, I guess. Sounded like noise it. Noise like that, yeah. I think that's a metal. Yeah, yeah, it has a ting to it. Definitely tinging. That is a nice Annika gift. <laughs> I'm gonna hold some doors open with this. Yeah. We're gonna eat, we're gonna open some serious doors. I found myself being really busy on SoundCloud and I don't even know what I'm doing when I'm on there sometimes, Brewski, over the last week. But I, I've had some good things going on. I mean, uh, Justin uh, introduced me to this thing called StoryCorps, which is an NPR program. Oh, that's right. What's uh, that all about? It's about uh, people telling their stories, people, you know, sharing their stories. And so Justin put together this, this question and answer, and his question was... Uh, who is the person that inspires you the most? And my response was, of course, the style I always bring in. My response was enthusiastic people. Yes. And and realistically, just enthusiasm in general. But I ended up, uh, you know, talking about that, and I and I had referenced um, Chris Farley, you know, both of one of our favorites, uh, and I referenced. The Talib Kweli, DJ High Tech, Reflection Eternal, the Train of Thought album, their first album. Uh, is, Great album. Yeah, something that I find truly inspiring. Um, and it just, you know, it was, I, I got a lot of things off my chest, I felt like, by him setting that up. So, him and I haven't had a chance to catch up so much. We, we've chatted a little bit online, but, um, you know, I, I noticed that there was a link to it. On the StoryCorps website uh, that Justin had posted on Facebook, so it's something that he's trying to align. You know how great the One Million Stories project is, and when he found out about StoryCorps, it really it really sinks together. So he's going to try and be a regular contributor by using these One Million Stories um, connections. Yeah, that's that's freaking awesome, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So. That's pretty cool. We've I mean, the and, connections just keep getting more connected. Yeah, I mean, why not? That's the whole point of it, right? Oh yeah. We, I mean, we're all on there so that we can get get critiqued or build fans or or just support each other, help each other out any which way we can. I mean, not, I don't want to dog anyone. I don't want to get on someone's shit and tell them they suck. I mean, that's stupid. It's not why we're here. That would be disgusting and filthy. <laughs> that would be. I don't want to do that either. That's nice of you. <clears throat> so, why not be positive and support other people? That's right. That is right. I want you to know that uh, Chewy from Chewy's Chow. Yes. <laughs> he uh, hit me up earlier. Sent me a link to, in, in the light of the... Uh, Hanukkah and the Festival of Lights. The Latka Tini. Mm. You familiar with what a latka is? Yeah. It's a potato pancake. So the Latka Tini apparently was 
a joke. This photo was a joke, and it's a martini with a huge chunk of a potato looking like a lime wedge on the side of the glass, and then some yellow onions just floating in, in it. <clears throat> but apparently it has become a legit cocktail. And people are, it's catching on. People are doing it. Oh, no Latini. So, you know, and I think, I think we need to try it at some point here. I feel like just for, for our Polish heritage sake, we'd have to. What's the liquid that's in it? Vodka? It's got, let's see here. Yep. Potato or ultimate vodka. Oh, what? It's got potato chips, Greek salt, virgin olive oil, stoli apple vodka, half and half, unflavored applesauce, and a Meyer lemon. Meyer. Meyer Branda. No, not, not, not Fred <laughs> Meyer. <laughs> M-E-Y-E-R. They're pretty good lemons. I like lemons. I'm. We had that discussion when we had the whole gang on the show that I like the lemon starburst. Oh yeah, that's right. <clears throat> yeah. That's not weird. I don't. I don't mind the lemon. No. You know what's even better about it? Everyone else hates them, and they give you the lemon. <laughs> that's the, you triggered the one. That's why you like them so much. Well, yellow is my favorite color. I think it just. Uh-huh. I've always gone for lemon stuff. One lemon thing I don't eat, though, is lemon meringue pie. Oh, no shit. I like that stuff. I don't fuck with lemon meringue. But at Thanksgiving, we had lemon chiffon pie. Don't ever say that to me again. (laughs) It was incredible. Let me see those headphones for a second. You want to check these out? Yeah. Careful. Oh, wow. So much louder out here. (laughs) It's so weird. Oh my gosh. Stratosphere. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's All the coffee in the world, world can't save me. There's a different world without those headphones on. I'm back in. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I liked being in here. We're in this dark room. There's a candle. What is this bag that keeps crunching around? Oh, that's your gift bag. Oh, okay. Thought we had a. Thought you had the potato. The potato drink in there. The Latkatini? Yeah. I think you know what we're gonna have to go meet up with Cho, uh, with Chewy, and he's gonna have to make us a Latkatini. I think that's what he was implying when he Do said that. Do you think that. it'd be good? I mean, I'll get drunk on him. <laughs> well, I'd like to make a. Some sort of corned beef teeny. Corned beef teeny. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound good, did it? Those are the best corned beefs, though. The teeny corned beef. Small meat curtains. <laughs> oh, no. He says somebody disliked it? No, they just liked it. Oh, just liked it. Yeah, they, they liked it. Oh. But they didn't make a comment on it. That's fine. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Not everything needs to be commented on. I think I, I think I was getting road rage right there. Yeah, you're getting you're getting podcast rage. I don't, 
That doesn't normally happen. Castrage. Castrage? Yes. That doesn't normally happen to me. Have you ever been hunting before? No, not really. The uh, the next door neighbor here to the clam shanty is this young woman. She's in cosmetology school. And uh, I'm Facebook friends with her. And the other day I saw a picture of her in her garage with a deer. She killed a deer. Yeah? Yeah. How do you feel about that? It's kind of hot. <laughs> I mean, don't you think? Unless you took down a deer? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a woman that knows how to survive. That's pretty awesome. Some Hunger Games shit. But Sure. But how about just some real human shit? Yeah. No, I mean, I didn't grow up hunting, you know? I, I don't... No, I have some family members that do some hunting. Yeah, some serious hunting. Yeah. Doesn't, uh, don't you have a cousin that does, uh, guide? Isn't he a hunting guide? Yeah, he's a bear hunting guide. That's insane. I'd never want to kill a bear. No, I, I don't think I would. I mean, I'd go with them on a trek, check it out. You know, if somebody's paid their dues to get there, I guess I'd watch it if I was there. Yeah. But, yeah, they um, bait them with donuts sometimes. Fuck, man. Someone could hunt me. Yeah. You, <laughs> a bear's gonna find you. It's gonna happen. A bear will approach you and just rip your stomach open. I don't I don't know if the bear is gonna fare as well as he thinks he's... As, as, you know what I'm trying to say. Good luck. Good luck, man. <laughs> well, um, you know, the, the funny thing you ask about that, um, you know, the, the, my cousin that does own that bear, uh, he, he helps track the land and all that. Um, his brother was coming up to go hunting, and it was his year, it says draw. So he went around to all the local Dunkin' Donuts and collected all the donuts at the end of the night. And the stashing away in, in friends' refrigerators and freezers. And then uh, I took a trip up there beforehand, took all the donuts up to his brother. You know, his brother baited the land, did everything that was, you know, to get prepared for it. Man, oh and man. Came back up and uh, finally got, got his bear. Uh, and uh, they went and, and cut it open. And when they cut the stomach open, it smelled like a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the life of a bear hunter. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It certainly is. Yeah, yeah I just don't. I don't. Know, I mean, I've had bear. Have you ever had bear before? Yeah, I've had it off of a. Yeah, yeah I've had it before. It's uh, it's nothing to write home about. That's for sure. Pretty gamey, as they like to say. Hmm. Nothing like gamey. What were those sausages that we had? Elk? Is that elk sausage? When? That your neighbor had taken down. Um, your neighbor over there off of Kilgore Road. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, uh... I had a neighbor who... was this world-class hunter. In fact... At the uh, one of the local outfitter stores, Gander Mountain, they they have all these animals that are stuffed, you know, by a taxidermist in there, and most of them were his. They were on loan to the store. Uh-huh. 
Uh, and this guy had crazy shit. You walk into his house and he had like kudus and, you know, these deer with these spirally antlers and stuff that he killed in Africa. Yeah. I mean, just wild stuff going on. <clears throat> Those caribou, we're si- caribou we're s- possibly? What's that? Is that a caribou that has a swirly top horn? No, well, this is a, this was some sort of African, whatever this one was that was in his living room was some African thing. Okay. Uh, so he travels the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he had just been out in, oh, Utah, maybe, and went on an elk hunt with his son. His son had graduated college, I believe is what had happened. And so they had killed their limit in elk and then drove straight home from Utah and knocked on the door and gave us fresh meat. Yeah, and I happened to be there that morning. It was like some ribeyes, some ground beef, and some sausage. And I, I could, I mean, they do call elk, male and female, cows and bulls. And I don't know if it's just similar to beef or whatever, but I thought it was better than beef. Yeah, it was, it was very juicy. Extremely juicy. It was. Tender. Man, that was delicious. But it was, it, was that the one that was in sausage form? It was kind of mixed with the sausage kind of spice and uh, kind of a sausagey feel to it? Like a breakfast sausage? Or was that the pork? Was that the wild boar? There was... Do you hear something? What? Like a clock? Weird. There was a wild boar sausage, but that was that was a a good family friend took down the boar. What's going on over there, man? I don't know. I'm stratosphered again. <laughs> Looking around the room. Jesus Christ! What do you hear? I don't know. I think it's just this. There's a clicking clock somewhere. I hear that, but that's that, I don't think that's it. Stratosphere. You got stratosphere. I did. Strat, buddy, if you are listening to this entire episode, I'm still really down with your music, man, and, and I, I do really look forward to uh, doing something fun with it if uh, you're still up for giving it up. Really gets you to that spot. <laughs> gets me in a good spot. Have you ever gone hunting? Uh, no, but, well, not like legitimate. I'm gonna go kill something and eat it. You mean like squirrel hunting in the backyard? I, uh, I was once with Rick Gerard and, and our other buddy, and, uh, we were in our buddy's yard and we were skipping school and we were drinking and we got out the BB gun and I was shooting at some crows that were in a tree like two yards over. Oh, this story. <laughs> and then Rick yelled at me like, look, there's one up there. And so I, I turned and it was in the tree in the yard that we were in, in our buddy's yard. 
And I literally just turned and I was like trotting across the yard and I lift the BB gun up from my hip and just took aim right from the hip and shot. And the bird died. The bird, it hit the bird. The bird clamped onto the branch like 25 foot up into the air and just swung and hung there upside down dead. Like a cartoon? It was the mo- it was... I cannot tell you, if there weren't two other people there to verify this, I wouldn't have been able to try and convince you otherwise. I mean, we were all there to see it. It was insane. It was completely (laughs) fucked up. Shot from the hip. Hip shot. I'm a hip shooter. (laughs) That one time we set up the BB gun and we had timers out and we were shooting cans off of the... With this, the fence post. Yeah, I mean, you can kill a lot of time with a BB gun. I mean, it's a, it's a good hobby to have. Yeah. Well, it's getting to be that time where that sh- movie's going to be on the TV all the time. The Christmas Story. Oh yeah. Or, in fact, Christmas Story. Uh, in in Cleveland, while I was there, I went down to the. I forget what it's called. The Hinky Building, the Henley Building, Hinkley Building. Oh, where Santa is? Higby? Higby building. Uh, yeah, and that's in, they filmed that whole movie in Cleveland. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Neat fact. <laughs> do you think they still do the Santa setup like they did in honor of that movie? With the slide? Yeah. I don't know. That'd be pretty badass. I, I guess it wouldn't be in honor of that movie. That's just that's what it was. I don't think I've ever visited Santa before. No. No. Actually, we just looked at a couple pictures of me as a child visiting Santa, and I was did not want to be on his lap. That makes me feel even better about not going to see Santa. <laughs> My brothers are cool with it, but I was uh, throwing a tantrum. You weren't having it. Sometimes it's just not okay. Who is that weird man in the middle of the mall? When you're a little kid, you know, like you're, if you can put together that you're in a mall, yeah, no. as a kid, and then Santa's there, and you're oh, like, wait oh, a minute, oh. hold it, hold it. People dressed up in costumes surrounding you. <laughs> Elves are tall as fuck. Maybe we should do that for real. <clears throat> we talked about that, didn't we? Doing what? Doing voiceovers? Do, yeah, I mean, we could do voiceovers. <coughs> Maybe we should narrate a book. Maybe we should narrate a children's book. You think? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I know it sounded I don't weird. Think that we're going to travel any... around and read it to the children. There wasn't no. Let us in the schools. No, we record it. Okay. And then we'll 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 narrate other books. We should just we narrate. Probably lots shouldn't of... tie it with radio for writing it for children. I feel like radio is fun for all ages. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
You think we should go spread the word then? Yeah, I think we should. Let's hit that fucking... Let's hit that road. Yeah. There's something out over yonder above that hill. Or maybe uh, maybe we should take out the uh, Rodeo tugboat. What? <laughs> Do we have a tugboat? Maybe. Well, we'll take the truck for now to the tugboat. And right, if there is a tugboat there, then we'll jump in the tugboat. That sounds good. Well, yeah, we got to get down to the marina. Yeah. Does it have a trolling motor on it? It has a... Uh, it just has some pedals. So you just have to bike on it. It has like a little f- propeller when you pedal. <laughs> a paddle boat? <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Kind of, but you ride it like a bike. With the big wheels and the the flippers on it? Yep. <laughs> I hate seeing those things. What? Don't hate on those. I wish there was one in this lake. Alright, fire up the fucking yeah. truck already. Thanks for getting in. You're, you're welcome. Stratosphere, thanks for sticking with me. Yep. <laughs> Maybe this one has rocket fuel in it. It could. Hey, you know what? While we're driving down the road here, just in case we run into someone interesting, I think we should stop and chat with them. I mean, and maybe they'll have, uh, like, a Snicker bar or some graham crackers or something I can snack on. (laughs) Pick them up. Stealing the dung 
Superior, they say, never gives up pretty 